Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, alongside my other co-host, Lance. Today, my drink of choice is going to be an old-fashioned made with a Hotstetter's rock and rye whiskey, along with a Leidenkugel summer shanty. Lance, what is your drink of choice? Today, I will be drinking some Noble Oaks Double Oak Bourbon and... Currently, that's all I'm drinking. I don't have anything to chase that down with, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, all right. So today we are talking about twin star exorcists and to get into the synopsis that I'm going to steal right off of my It says Magano, a parallel realm filled with monsters known as Kegare is a place where exorcists deal with all impurities. Benio Adashino is a prodigy exorcist who is recognized for her strength and is summoned to Tokyo by Exorcist Union. On her way, she plummets into the arms of Rokuro and Madano, a young exorcist with a troubled past. But the impurities of Magano do not rest. When these two exorcists witness a couple of children stolen by Kagare, Benio rushes to save them, dragging Rokuro along with her into Magano. Engaging in a fight, she is on the verge of being defeated and Benio is saved by Rokuro, revealing himself as a capable talent. Um, once again, I don't care for <laughs> that whole scenario. Uh, just to throw in a little quick twist, this is all about trying to separate the world of Magano and the human world. And and major bosses try to overtake and try to come back into the human world. I don't know. I, I still I still suck at this. <laughs> we'll I need get to there be eventually. We'll get there. Yeah, that's whatever. All right. And now we'll jump into Lance's lessons. Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for talisman. That is omamori. That is O-M-A-M-O-R-I. And that is fitting for today because all of our exorcists use talismans to give themselves the extra edge on all of their Kagari battles. Yeah, let's be honest. Without them, they wouldn't even be able to fight the Kagari. So. No, not at all. And I, I had a lot of fun with this whole talisman idea. It kind of reminded me of like Digimon season three, the uh, the Tamers season, yeah. where they had uh, the, they had these cards that they swiped through their Digivices that gave themselves like boosts and stuff like that. Every time they, I don't know, I just <laughs> I always compared the two. So it was fun to go back into the Digimon world. Yeah, I can see that. That you also watched this one a while ago, didn't you? Oh yeah, I watched this season or well season these fifty episodes. I don't know, a good five-ish years ago. Uh, I had a buddy of mine recommend this to me and I, I loved it back then. You know, I was still trying to get as much anime into my, uh, you know, into my head as, as I could. Yep. And I, no one else that I knew talked about this. So I felt like we were, you know, in our own worlds. Yeah. Yeah. This was not one that I had heard of before you suggested for us to watch it. So it was oh, yeah. different. I, I can say that much. Yeah. This was a 50 episode series. It was definitely a long one. There was a lot of content. But because of that, well, besides the 50 episode count, Matt, you and I were talking 
off air about how crazy different the anime and the manga are and that maybe we want to shake things up a little bit different in this episode and actually talk about some Matt's manga mentions first and then just start naturally branching out from there with all of our conversations. Yeah, I I do think that's probably going to be the best idea because I know you you had brought it up that anytime you had looked up like kind of some of the differences between the manga and the, the anime just from what you could find, everybody's like, don't even bother. Just you got to read it or you don't understand. And they're not wrong. Like basically, the the Subaru part in the beginning that doesn't happen the after pretty much right after the first Yuto fight everything else is different like completely different and I have 10 pages of notes of differences and that's just with me skimming things like not even going completely into like what all had happened and so like that because this is a long anime I try I like I always do I try going chronologically as far as what the anime and the manga happens but it's it's insane where like you don't even fight or excuse me you don't find out about the 12 guardians until after you meet sagan oh geez it's been we've been watching this for so long like i mean i have to go back to my notes real quick to even see where sagan originally pops up yeah yeah sagan Uh, is one episode eight yeah sagan's in yeah but then benio is talking about knowing about the 12 guardians and he has no idea who the 12 guardians are at that right. point um and right. so do you just want to just go ahead jump straight into mass manga mentions yeah sure that that'd probably be the best idea to give people a good understanding of all the differences that happened in the manga and the anime because it's a lot it really is a lot all right then let's give that a shot All right. Well, I hope you hope everybody enjoys doing things a little bit different. Like I had mentioned earlier, going to kind of go chronologically. So I'm going to start from the beginning of the series and work my way through. When Benio and Rokuro get to the house that uh, Ryogu, Ryogu uh, disappears in. Ry- yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. So Ryoga is the like the older brother kind of guy who gets married. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, they get to him by using the speed charms they use the speed enhancement charms so that's how they get to that house so quickly because in the in the anime there's kind of like oh no he's in trouble and then the next moment they're there and you're just kind of like well all right i guess that happened yeah just a time jump for whatever reason it's that anime logic kind of thing where you're just like oh okay well i guess that just happened and you just kind of accept it yep so and then the fight with the basura who you end up learning his name is um kamui uh kamui yep sorry because when i wrote the notes i didn't have his name because i didn't know what his name was the he he had talks about how he had fought uh numerous twin stars like he had actually fought different reincarnations of twin stars before oh wow numerous ones yep that's interesting that's different okay then in the anime benio basically as soon as benio meets rokuro and them she's like the next day in their school and it doesn't happen like that it's so they're in uh, like that that winter break kind of thing kind of time period so after that break is when that happens but they actually start living together in that house before she's going to his school okay so a little bit quicker than no yeah because in the manga pretty much they're they're told that they're twin stars and like the next day they're living together there's no like a long time period between when they're twin stars and when they're moving in together oh okay um in the anime when rokuro is fighting kamoe 
and he talks how he knows what Basra are, he has no idea what they are. Like at that point, he had never seen one, heard of them. He thought all the Kegari were the same essentially like just relatively stronger to each other yeah that that was about it so i did skip apart all of rokuro's friends actually end up seeing rokuro's house and he tries to kind of hide the fact that he's living there with benio oh yeah including like like tries to show it off that like he's got this whole place to himself um he so myura talks about how yeah myra myra talks about how she went to his dormitory and he wasn't there and his friends overheard and was like well if you weren't there where where were you and so he was like well i kind of live somewhere else now and they just kind of invited themselves over to his house yeah because at that point he couldn't really he didn't really have a whole lot of self-confidence so he wasn't gonna be like oh no no you can't can't go there yet and so myra and then a couple of his friends go over and then it's benio's in there and myra goes to the bathroom and of course benio is taking a bath as myra's trying to go into the bathroom and that's how myra finds out that her benio and rokuro are living together oh with a naked girl in his bathroom (laughs) (laughs) And there's a comedic scene about she's asking him what they're doing and why she's naked in his house kind of thing. Yeah. You do find out that Arima is the reason for Benio being in, or excuse me, not the not Arima. It's Myra's grandfather that gets Benio into their, their class because he knows the head of the school. Okay. And yeah, I guess I guess I don't know the grandpa any more than, you know, Sagan's wife's dad and Myra's grandpa. Yep. So I guess that's the only kind of connection that, that the anime can really make. Yep. And in the anime, Rokuro thinks that it's Arima that does it. Oh, yeah. I can see that. He makes that joke where it's, uh, this must have been the work of that pervy under, underpants guy. Mm, that's one thing I want to throw out real quick is pervy underpants guy. He, you know, he only showed himself in his underpants that one time early in the series. And mm-hmm. then Rokuro gave him that like little nickname and then like it, he never did it again. Yeah. But of course, that's the way they're going to name him. Like, and I guess on one hand, we could be like happy that we're not seeing this dude in his underpants all the time and like they overplayed it but on the other hand like they did it once and yet they're still calling him this like he has he hasn't lived up to this name it was just a one-time deal but i don't know i guess you can take it appreciate it it's one of those things where i just chalked it up as you know uh let's see he was 12 14 14 14. at the time yeah it was just one of those things that that he just called him something and it just kind of stuck at 14 and plus it's it's probably funny enough to the younger crowd anyway to call him pervy underpants guy yeah so it's all it's all part of the comedic value yeah so sorry continue during the fight with yuto you see rokuro transform into what you later find out is the great yang early yeah like the that fight with rokuro so what is that episode i think you said episode 12 or so well yuto gets introduced at like episode nine Mm -hmm. yeah so about episode nine is where they start fighting yuto benio's brother yeah yeah not between nine and nine ten eleven twelve somewhere in that area uh-huh during that fight in order to defeat yuto rokuro transforms uh subconsciously he doesn't do it on purpose and that is how they defeat yuto the first time is he transforms into the as you come to find out the great yang and i know they talk about it in the manga but the twins are in the anime excuse me that the twin stars are the it's the the miko is the 
child or offspring of the great yang and the great yin yep which the another thing that happens is rokuro is not a kagare i think that's a big one is rokuro is not the kagare whoa okay that's big difference because that's something that was a huge like plot thickener thing in the anime and the great yang cannot be a kagare because the the yang is all of the good happy energy that's what all of the exorcists use to defeat kagare yep i guess that's that's a good contradiction right there yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. If it was uh, one thing that I picked up from this was that when you think of yin and yang, typically we think of like good versus evil. But if you were to put yin with good and yang with bad, like it's it's opposite. Like it's yin is bad and yang is good. Yep. Right. Yep. And that's, yeah. that's exactly what they do in the manga. One cool thing is that they give a little background uh, from from when Rokuro was young after uh, they had found him in... So they did find him in Magano, okay. but he is not a Kagare. Well, I mean, he, go... he wasn't. He wasn't a Kagare when they found him. But he was still a human form. Is are you are you saying so, anything different? Yeah, yeah, and I'll get I'll get to it later. So you don't find out what Rokuro truly is until chapter one hundred and three, oh. which is way beyond uh, where the manga ends, and or excuse me, not where the manga ends, where the anime ends. Also, like seeing Rokuro transform form is the most you see as far as what's going on with Rokuro. Like there's no other hints up to chapter 103 about Rokuro's past. Okay. Because you see him young and you just assume that he's an orphan. Like that's all you all you assume. Right. Because he doesn't remember his parents or anything. So you're just kind of like, oh, okay. I mean, if he's an if he's the child of exorcists, it's very possible that he is an orphan at a very young age. Like it's not something that's unusual or hard to believe anyway. Hard to believe, yeah. That let's go with that one. So they don't meet the or they meet all of the 12 stars in while Rokuro is in the hospital after the fight with Yuto. So they meet all of them at that point. Even oh ten even Tenma, yep, all, the strongest one who just kind of shows up at, near the end of the yep. anime. <laughs> yep. Just the wandering badass. Okay, so they all show up relatively early in the manga. Yep, which I did think the anime did a great job of kind of like shadowing everybody until you actually met them. I thought that was kind of cool instead yep. of getting like a glimpse. Yeah, Shimon was the one who brought Rokuro and Benio back from Magano. Okay. I was, I, again, it was the anime logic where you're like, oh, okay, they passed out in Magano and now they're in the hospital. Oh, yeah, so. I guess I didn't even think much about that. Uh, let's see. When Yuto is talking, he talks about going to an island where he's actually from. And you find out that the island, that island is where the first Kagare appear and it's the headquarters of the 12 Guardian. Okay. Okay. And that is, um, oh man, I'm going to have a terrible time saying this one. Uh, it's a Su Mikado Island, T-S-U-C-H-I-M-I-K-A-D-O. I'm just going to go with your translation on the, or your <laughs> initial pronunciation on this one. Yeah, that's that's going to be my best guess. Unfortunately, I have no smarter individuals who are better at um, announcing things because they don't talk about it in the anime at all. Right. And that island is actually super important important when it comes to the manga and then after Rokuro 
gets out of the hospital, you remember them going to that one temple and they talked about that's where the 12 Guardian headquarters was or the headquarters for the exorcist were? A little bit. Yeah, that was not the headquarters, but that was a area in which they do meet on what they call the mainland, which is where Rokuro and Benio and all of them are located is on the mainland instead of this island. And during that meeting, Arima brings up the fact that he cannot l- legally get make uh, Rokuro and Benio get married until after they're 18. And Rokuro does what he does. And he said that he is going to basically make it so that they don't have to get married kind of thing. Yeah. So same, same concept happens, but not... Oh, excuse me. What what he does say is that he's going to get strong enough in order to get to the island in two years. Uh, instead of during that meeting, he says that he's going to be stronger than 12 Guardians. Yep. Um, in the manga, he just says that he's going to be strong enough to be able to participate in the fight with Yuto in two years. Okay, so I mean, I guess that doesn't sound too drastically different. Like, I guess the anime was saying as long as he can be stronger than the 12 Guardians, then he doesn't have to produce the, the Miko. Yep. But what, and he, is saying, but what the manga is saying is as long as he can participate, he's doing just fine or kind of. So the they basically gave themselves two years until a fight with Yuto. Uh-huh. And he said that he basically he vowed that he was going to participate in the fight with Yuto, that he was going to be the one that was going to kill Yuto. Right. Like, I mean, there was a personal vendetta thing going on anyway. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. And it was just a it was a slight difference, but it was instead of being that super arrogant, like I'm going to be stronger than everybody in two years, even though I'm not even close to as strong as anybody right now. Right. At least as, at least as far as the 12 Guardians are concerned. Yeah. And then after that meeting, you get to see Benio, Rokuro and Myra training to become stronger, to be able to participate slash go to the island. Uh, so it's just kind of cool that you got to see their their training and that you got to see Myra training. So at this point, uh, some of the few things that didn't happen were the Subaru thing where she tries getting Benio and Rokuro to go on a date. And then the uh, Shimon thing doesn't happen. I'm trying to remember. Well, he, he Yeah, what was the Shimon thing? Shimon. Oh, man. Shimon. Um, oh, man. What did what did he do? He did he did something more than just like fight with Rokuro. I don't remember what it was, though. All right. So no, but one the fight with Yuto happens is where the manga and the anime branch off into you could almost say completely different like they're not besides the characters being the same you could almost say that they're not related to each other oh wow okay yeah that's that's so real early yep so in order for Rokuro to travel to the island he has to prove himself through a proctor who is a girl that you see uh, Shimon smiling at the end of the series so you remember that rolling credits you see that there's like a redheaded girl that Shimon is smiling at. Might have skipped that. You know, it's ending credits. <laughs> it, you know it, was, it, it was the end. Um, It was just some like generic content kind of stuff. So there's a girl that you see that Shimon is interacting with at the very end of the series. That is actually his sister. Oh, okay. And she houses these Shikigame that are so powerful that they essentially killed the host within 15 years. Are these guardian worthy shikigani um so because the host can't really as far as power level is concerned 
yes. Like whenever she releases these uh, Shikigami, like if you have ill intention or basically evil in your heart, mm-hmm. then they can just obliterate the individual. So okay. they are super powerful, but nobody's ever been able to tame them. So they're kind of useless in the sense of fighting, if that makes sense. She essentially becomes this person that they use to basically deem people worthy slash strong enough to be able to join or go on the island. So any mainland individual that wants to try to move to the island or be worthy of being on the island, because the island is where all of the clans are. So all the 12 guardians are actually clans. So all the guardians are the heads of the clans. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a big kind of difference that they could that they totally didn't bring into the anime. And like Myra gets the what is it? What is her ability? It's like the Biak- tiger, you, the, Biak- the white you, uh, tiger. Yeah, Biakia, like the from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yep. Uh, it, it just means I think it just means tiger anyway. Like yeah, they all have that yep. white tiger ability. So that white tiger ability, he gives it to her because technically she is the next one in line in the family to become the head. Yep. So that's why when you look her up as a character, you see her as a twelve guardian because all the twelve guardians are all the the heads of the family. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, even if we're gonna just follow along with like traditional Japanese lore kind of things with family houses, that that doesn't sound like a far fetched thing anyway. No, it's it's very much traditional. Like um, the Tenma family, you you see that when he essentially becomes the leader of the family at like age nine. Oh wow! Is he and considered the strong? Is he still considered the strongest in the manga? Yes, he is uh, considered the strongest in the manga, and the powers that are transferred essentially his father was happy to give essentially the curse of the Tenma the Tenma clan to his son like it was so bad that when Tenma received these abilities his father turned into dust oh okay that's different yeah it but was, like death was relief essentially yeah, much. at that point okay <laughs> yeah it, it was it, it's super fucked up did that and... give any explanation to why Tenma has two different colored eyes no no it's just <laughs> it's just throwing something out there that's different mm-hmm. okay and sorry just to kind of go back to the manga you see Rokuro fight Shimon again in the manga and that's essentially a pretest in order for Shimon to this is after this is like a the two that two year part and Shimon fights with Rokuro to see if he's become strong enough to even make it worth his sister's time to test him to go to the island okay and you get to see Rokuro in his great yang form again at this point and this has nothing to do with him being in like that white and red form before the great cataclysm form or is this something completely different no, no this is something completely different oh that's super shitty i would love to see different forms of rokuro in yep. the anime which is going to be something i want to talk about later but i guess we'll see what the manga has to share to see if what i wanted came to truth um maybe i think i i think i know what you're talking about but we'll, we'll see yeah i could descri- i could describe what, what i wanted but we'll see what <laughs> what the manga shares you find out that there are 11 basara so they always just talk about having a number of basara there's 11 like there's a limit or like at, at is there a limit point, or was there just a count just a count so one of the okay. things that when i saw basara the 
first thing I thought of were a Ron cars from Bleach. Yep. Yeah. Like the top, top of the line kind of guys. And it was, I took a uh, Basura as, so because I took Basura as a Ron cars, I kind of took it as the same thing where it, there were only 11 that were able to become strong enough to even be considered Basura. Okay. I was understanding that, or not, not just understanding, but I just accept the fact that like once a normal Kegare leveled up enough, he could become mm-hmm. a Basra. And like technically there would be no limit to how many Basra there could be as long as there's plenty of Kegare to feed on. Yeah. So that's uh, I just accepted it as that face value. I would agree. And from what basically from what we knew at this point, all all we knew is that they there was only eleven that they know that they knew of. Total, sure. Yeah, and I'm totally yeah. cool with that. Like I had said, that Myra got the tiger claws after Shimon had lost his arm, and he was essentially kicked out of the Exorcist clan. Wait, Shimon or Sagan? Or not Sagan? Sorry, I okay, wrote that I was... wrong. After <laughs> Sagan, Sagan lost his arm. Okay, yep, so that, right better. away, not way later, like almost towards the end of the series, kind of thing. I mean, I can go and pinpoint it. I need a second. <laughs> yeah, it was. I remember being towards the end of the series, I thought, but I could be wrong. Uh, And it's just... Yeah, episode 39, I think. Yeah, episode 39 is when Myra is given the Biakyo Biakyo clause. Yep. Yeah, yeah, pretty close to the end of the series, anime-wise. Yep. So Rokuro passes his essentially proctor exam to be able to go to the island and then while benio is going through the same exam she loses all of her power whoa okay so while right before benio excuse me right before benio goes to do the exam a uh, basra attacks the area and benio actually loses her abilities during the fight okay that, that's crazy basra. is this a basra we know from the anime or is this a new one um I'm, honestly i'm drawing a blank on which one it was because they don't talk about which like the name of it so i didn't write down the name and i don't remember who it was at this point in time okay but she loses her power during a battle with a basura yep okay so you know how kinako followed along with benio the entire time throughout the entire series yep yeah you don't find out about kinako until rokuro gets to the adashi house like he's watching over the adashi house so it's a little bit so just comparably it's much later in the series um i wouldn't even say it's much later in the series but at least compared to the anime i would say it is but in the manga that we're probably 30 40 chapters in we're, i mean we're far but we're not super far okay but yeah because like kinako he's pretty early on like probably as within soon the first as couple meet, episodes yep as soon as you beat meet benio you, you find out about kinako okay yeah so then rokuro and myra go to the island because myra takes the exam as well passes obviously and when they get there they're told that they have to pick a house to her tradition they have to pick a house in order to basically be accepted into the island and Rokuro does what he always does and he refused to pick a house and basically bow down to anybody or tradition and he chooses the Ashidino house as his home and makes the Enomato house the new family of basically the island and vowing that he is going to be the greatest family of 
of all of the families on the island. Okay, so in short, he starts his own? He starts his own and he uses Benio's house because Benio is from the island. Yep. And then once her parents died, she and Yuto went to the mainland and went to, well, not after their pa- parents died. It was a little while after. And so that, that house was just abandoned, essentially. Right. Minus Kinako sitting and watching over it. So there's some other members of the family that are trying to destroy the house saying that it's a an eyesore and a curse and it should just be torn down and Rokuro's like fuck that I can't let you do that to Benio's house where she grew up I'm going to take it over so he basically fixes it up creates his own family and the biggest thing when it comes to the families are if you are of a low ranking family you will not be able to participate in any exorcist missions so if you're of the lowest rank you pretty much get assigned to cleanup duty anytime there's anything ever happening which will not allow you to increase your family's um, status yeah but there's one way you can increase your family's status and that is to uh, participate in a tournament that they have every handful of years. Oh, so did we miss out on a tournament arc in the manga? We did miss out on it. Yeah, we missed out on a tournament arc. And the tournament arc is essentially all of the houses fight, including the heads of all the houses. So all the 12 guardians fight with each other. Damn, that's a huge difference. And that is how they decide who the strongest guardian is because Tenma keeps winning. Okay, okay. And so the only rules to the this tournament is that there's no killing, and so they call it their, like, mythic abilities. So it's their ultimate awaken enhanced ability beyond just them. So so when uh, Myra has her claws, essentially she she gets, like, this full... Full she, body. She has a transformation kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I know exactly what you're talking about and unfortunately i can't remember exactly what they called it but yeah when when the spirit of that special talisman was able to take over they were able to be well kind of like uh how that dude with that cloth over his face turned into that serpent style yep so yeah it was yep. when they were able uh, to take on their form to Terra, that's what it is Terra, yeah the he looked like a fox but he was a snake of <laughs> whatever it turned it, it was interesting yeah it was kind of kind of weird he's a shikigami as well yeah that's right uh, so basically you can't do that is you can't use your ultimate ability you can do pretty much everything else you can't kill your opponent and you can't use your ultimate abilities right and one thing that they do is they have a women's class and a men's class and you see tenma and shimon actually fight with each other and tenma chops off the leg of shimon because he turns into his basically shimon was causing tenma to kind of lose so tenma loses his cool and uses his ultimate ability and like chops off part of his leg and so loses. so tenma lost uh tenma technically won but he lost part of his or no oh, sorry sorry tenma did lose because he got disqualified okay so then was he therefore not considered the strongest of the 12 guardians um so after that they had the fight with yuto so they didn't really even go into it at that after that point oh okay so they, they threw in some bullshit to keep his title yeah they're kind of just like hey what the fuck man like you you know you can't do that and ten was pretty much like well i'm whatever than whatever all of you, so. i do what i want <laughs> pretty much stronger than everybody else. yeah <laughs> so it, it was kind of fucked up one thing just to kind of go back a little bit once 
the once Rokuro gets to this island, he finds out that he has six months in order to gain enough status in order to fight with Yuto, which is why he participates in that tournament arc kind of thing. It would have been super cool to see. It, it was super short. Like they didn't make a big emphasis on it because that's not the whole emphasis of the series. Right. It, it was just a way for Rokuro to have enough status in order to fight with Yuto. Like that was the whole purpose of the, the arc. Okay. Or that short little arc. So it'd be cool to see. Yeah. This could have uh, definitely, also- every, with everything you're already explaining, like, dude, this is the Shonen route. This could have been easily like 150 episodes long. I know this yeah. is a long series to begin with, but this could have been so much longer. Honestly, they could have made it 50 episodes and still followed along with the manga. Like, oh, yeah. Because um, I'm trying to think, uh, who was it, Sai? Not Sai. Uh, what was the girl's name? Sai. S. AI, yeah, or yeah, yeah, like Sai, like she's not in the manga at all. What? Yeah, that, no, she's the girl who took the form of the branch. She's not yeah, even. She doesn't. No, she doesn't exist. As far as the manga is concerned, she doesn't exist. So weird. That's that's a quite the creative liberty jump right there. Uh, yeah. There's, there's like I said, there's a lot of changes. Then you find out that Myra and Rokuro go to the school, and how they place you in a class is your abilities. But Arima put a what Rokuro believed as a limiter on him. So he basically got put to the bottom of the class. So everybody was giving him shit because he's a twin star and he couldn't even get into the not worst class of school. Yeah. You do find out that Arma has a kid. Oh, interesting. Yep. Do we get a mother? No, the mother died after I think she got sick and died. Okay. So we have a son. How old is the son uh same age as rokuro wow just as powerful as arima like potentially or um no but he is wise and he looks up to his father he's not as strong as arima but he he strives to be and that's really all you can ask from a 16 year old at this point sure one thing you do find out is benio actually goes to magno to help revive her powers after she lost them yep after she lost them and then she runs into kimui and for the for the first time or no this would be the second time and he helps her basically he guides her through magno oh to help her to help her get her powers back and I'll go into that a little bit later. Okay. Uh, you find out that there's thousands of levels of Magano. Okay. And not just like, so whenever I watched the anime, I always thought that it was just kind of like Magano was just a super large, like kind of similar to Earth where it was just kind of vast, but it wasn't layered. But in the manga, it's layered, not it's vast and layered not just okay large. now that now that you're saying it that way like near the end when they were trying to talk about like they just started to all of a sudden throw in the, all this yin yang bullshit at the very end of the anime mm-hmm. and we were under the assumption for the longest time that magano and reality were inverses of each other. Yeah. One was yin, one was yang, basically. But then yeah. Yuto brought Rokuro five levels down or whatever to where, what's that fucker's name? Uh, Abeo. Um, yeah, almost there. Abeo, Abe no Seme. There it is. Abe no Seme, where he was like just in this little, I don't know, cocoon thing, just sitting there waiting to be revived again. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's how everything seemed to play out. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess. Yeah, it was really weird. Like, if you really try to break it down, it makes no sense. Yeah, 
just yeah just it's anime just go along with it but yep. uh but the manga tries to show that there's not only reality magano but there's also many more layers on top of that which adds oh, yeah. which adds to the detail of why there is that fifth level below kind of deal yeah, that, or what that, that doesn't exist either oh that's that's just bullshit pretty much ev- so everything but some backstories of some individuals you can pretty much everything else you can just assume didn't happen in the manga oh geez okay yeah it's i don't want to say it's bad but it's a lot there there is a lot that's different one cool thing is you find out that sagan was the third strongest exorcist third strongest yep he was the third strongest okay which is gonna beg the question who's second strongest um um man i'm trying to think it's you think it's gonna be Uh, the pink haired chick no it's uh tatara oh tatara with the uh, the rand or the what do they call him? He was the oh my god, I feel so dumb. It's just a simple term too. Uh, why do I? F- he was just he was the crazy one. He couldn't control his own mm-hmm. energy basically. Mm-hmm. But was he even I'll considered look- like a true guardian because he was a Shinigami? Yes, he was still considered a guardian just because of how strong he was, and he was like ancient kind of thing. Like I think yeah. he was like 600, 600 years old. I think is what they said. Really? Because they were making yeah. that pink hair chick. Like she made she made mention multiple times at least in the anime that she was or maybe not multiple times i know one time for sure but she may mention that she was the oldest of the 12 guardians maybe accept him because he's not he's not like human or yeah is, is that a loophole that we can jump around yeah i think that's what you can take out of it okay so that that's that was kind of cool just to see how strong sagan was before he lost his arm uh one thing that's super cool is you find out that rokuro grains the ability to use uh, that curse in both of his arms. And that's exactly what I wanted to ask. Uh, not ask, <laughs> but uh, something that I am super disappointed in not seeing in the anime is because all we get to see is him have this Kegari right arm. Yep. Why didn't it like expand to any other part of his body? Like, why not give... Uh, we saw him giving, you know, like... Kagari punches with his right arm and only with his right arm at times in the anime. And we yep. saw times where he was fighting like Yuto, where he was exchanging left and right blows, Kagari punch, human punch, you know. Why not just, you know, grow and expand your abilities and have two badass Kagari arms? And then let's just, you know, continue that and then have like one of the final episodes, you just be like this badass Kagari suit in some that's what that's just going to go to the extreme but that's kind of also what i expected as soon as you see a little bit of something you want to see him like envelop into everything i guess what kind of ruins that is have you ever seen the anime scried s cry ed yep and that's basically where i took that from i mean that anime i i took so many concepts from that <laughs> and uh i'm not even gonna go there but scried is one of my personal favorite anime yep. just because it, it left such an impact on what i expect out of super stuff so i expected rokuro to do something similar and you know besides yep. going uh full white body with red paintings on them i was a little <laughs> disappointed in that i just wanted to see a, a fully more fully evolved gagari form so i'm happy that the manga was to do this and i know in the anime they talk about how basically i think sagan said that the kagare like bit rokuro's right arm or something like that and that's why he got the ability it was something like i don't know i i, I don't want to call it a cop-out but it was kind of one of those things where oh he bit his arm so now he has the ability to use uh, kagari power but only in his right arm it's like a 
okay that's i think i think that was what sagan had mentioned the only curveball i could throw into that is when benio like plays place that talisman that like sealed like in the earlier season his right arm had like a mouth and it wanted to like overtake yeah. Rokuro when he was fighting Yuto and like it had a mouth yeah. and I, I like I was ready for him to overtake his entire body and start to go full Kagari and yeah. then Benio placed that talisman to like to seal it and it like shut that mouth and they sealed yeah. it and like okay well what if he didn't seal that mouth would, would that have continued the growth pattern or something along those lines like questions that's, that's all it was it was just questions yeah nope i get it and yeah it's it's awesome that you get to see him use that ability in both arms but then right before the battle with yuto rokuro and his house are drafted into the fight with yuto because of uh, rokuro's basically how, how well he did in the tournament he was deemed worthy enough to fight in the we can quote-unquote great battle with yuto so everyone was under the under Understanding that Yuto was going to be like this boss level guy that the whoever won not this tournament would have to fight or what was what exactly was the no. purpose of this tournament the tournament was scheduled to happen anyway that tournament all that tournament was for is it determined who was the strongest male and female exorcist or 12 guardian okay so it was just a side thing nothing about it mattered because of something else uh, sorry i'm yep. diving too deep trying to make that sound it was, too specific it was literally just an excuse to give rokuro the ability or not not the ability, but the opportunity status to fight in with Yuto. Sure. But while still going with the island's traditions as far as status is concerned on families. Okay. Yep. That's that's totally fine. You come to find out that the male has the enchanted powers while the female actually has no powers. And they call the they call Benio and or the female of the twin exorcists the princess of of impurities so she is the kagare not him is that kind of why the anime gave benio like those kagare legs Mm-mm. or they just this is just completely fucking different and no that's not let's not make any connections yeah it's completely different so that still happens the fight with um kamui still happens benio still gets her legs all fucked up and non-usable she still gets the powers from Kamui. Kamui. Yeah, the, the battle was Yuto. with right, yeah, the battles with was with Yuto and Kamui just so happened to show up because some awesome ass battle was happening and he wanted to partake in it. Yep, exactly. So that still happens. And you find out that impurities are so basically the Kagare are a mutation from the research that happened in like in from a thousand years previously. So all Kagare are essentially man-made. Okay, yeah, this sounds a little familiar from what Abeno Sami was trying to say. Yeah, ish. Like I know, like the the end of the fucking series was trying to throw out like a million things of information to just bullshit yourself into making everything make sense, and like you'd have to like rewatch like two three times just to make sense out of everything. So like I, I I can buy it just on a watching point of view. Yeah. And basically what he was trying to do was he was trying to eliminate this this yin from the world. And yep. as a result, he essentially made Magno slash 
the impurities. And then in order for Benio to revive her powers, she had to complete this awakening with, I have to find her name, but she is actually the strongest of the Basara, and it's not... Was it a green-haired chick? No, it, it was, um, no, I mean, I mean, she might have had green hair. You're not thinking of Sai, are you? No, no, no. The one, like, there was a episode where this random-ass chick was at... Chinu, that's what it is. So Chinu oh, was the oldest Basara. She was the first Basara, and she didn't fight humans anymore. She just got sick of fighting. Oh, yeah. And I don't think I don't think that has anything to do with the anime. I don't I don't think so. And she is the one that helps Benio revive her powers. And she informs her that after she receives these powers, she will no longer be human. She will be a Gagari. Okay. And that was the picture in which I showed you. I would sent you that picture. Yeah. That is Benio's Gagari. Yeah. And I know that makes for terrible podcast audio, but I promise you guys that I will send or I will make it in my manga's mentions post where you can see Benio in her Kagari evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Matt sent me this and it looks, you know, like you can kind of make the similarities, but like if you just watch the anime, you had no idea that this was even Benio. Like it's not that crazy, but like still, like it's just crazy to think that Benio has a further evolution other than her legs. Yep. So then you get into the Yuto fight in Magano and a shit ton of people die. Like a fuck ton of people die. Oh, okay. Who who are some? Um, I want to say Miku dies in this fight. Which one's Miku? Miku is the old lady. The old lady. lady? What's that? Benio's old lady? The grandma? No. Uh, Miku was a 12 guardian. Oh, the the pink hair chick with the dolls. The pink hair chick. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah, the, the, well, in the anime, we learned that she was the eldest of the, she was the uh, youngest 12 guardian. And the eldest. Yeah, she had that, she lo- uh, yeah, she looked the youngest, but she was the oldest. Yeah. She's a, she's just a doll. Okay, so she fuck, she dies? Okay, that's fucking crazy. Yep, she dies. And then you have Namore die. So he is the, trying to think of a, a good description for him. Namore? Yeah, Um, blonde. He's got the, the beard. Oh, and... so he was the uh, guy with the, like the axe hammer. He was making like barriers yep the super boisterous kind of personality and he dies and like a shit ton of underlings die there were, i think there were only those were the only um 12 guardians that died okay well if you're saying this right now i'm i'm at like a like a before we started this i pulled up a 12 guardians list and here's a former guardian list yep so- sakura the one with the axe is part of that list is she also dead uh give me one second let me look at I do not see any Sakura. Uh, I see Nomori. Um, is that Lorelai? Uh, Miku, and then uh, no. Oh yeah, Sakura. No, Sakura does not die. Okay, but according to this page, TwinStarExorcistFandom.com, uh, Sakura, the annoying ass bitch with the fucking scythe, uh, yeah. she's under the former guardian. I see her under current, so I don't, I don't know why they've got her under. I've okay, got so- Miku and uh, Narumi as former that everybody would would know. Okay, so those two, those two die in the fight that corresponds with the Utah fight okay well that's too bad i was was gonna say like miku she kind of i hated her at first but like i i did grow to appreciate her 
as I learned more about her. So yeah, her backstory was really good. I, yeah. I enjoyed her her character development. Um, her yep. I, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't really even call it character development, but just you you seeing the the multiple sides to her was was good. Right. Yeah, that's a good way of saying it. So you get to see Aryama fight with um, Sakanashi, who was the strongest, quote unquote, strongest Basura according to the anime. What was this name again? Um, Sakanashi. Sakanashi. Yes interesting yeah i guess at this point i'm kind of surprised that the anime never revealed who was considered the strongest basara other than who was the who was the mask guy the main guy before yuto took over kuronashi i'm surprised was was kuronashi was considered a basara wasn't he but he was he was he was deemed so powerful that he he took over so many lives that he just looked so humanoid whatever it just it looks whatever anime logic uh (laughs) was kuronashi she not part of the manga list or no nope. okay um kurnashi and uh sakanashi are essentially the same people no i shouldn't say it that way so sakanashi was the leader quote-unquote of the basura so he was the strongest basura so he was the leader okay and he did look very humanoid and the fight between him and arima was intense like it was super badass okay so in the manga was there a Kuranashi? No. Okay, so it was so in the anime there was Kuranashi, in the manga there was what Sakarachi? What'd you say? Sakanashi. It's S A S A K A N A S H I. Okay, so slight difference, whatever that was. Yep. Um, Sakanashi's goal and oh man, the anime is you you had said it. I'm drawing a blank. Kuranashi. Kuranashi. Their goals were essentially the same but uh, just different names and he didn't kill Arima. Arima was alive Our... the entire manga? Sorry. Uh no, he was not. Excuse me. I I misspoke sort of that so sakanashi does end up like chopping arima in half and arima turns into a basura type kagari that has the ability to retain all of his information and he ends up killing Sakanashi. Oh. So that there is a way for exorcists to turn so that what Yuta was attempting to do, Arima knew how to do, and he did it to himself. So he turned himself into a impurity. Sorry, I, I keep calling it impurity, but that's what they call it in the in the manga. That's fine. And he turned himself into one in order to defeat Sakanashi. So he had the ability of a Basara while still having all of his exorcist abilities, and that is how he defeats Sakanashi who yeah. like i said was the leader of the basura that's a lot of different information yep um one thing that's a little bit different is Jatara's ability so he has this essentially poison gas that he releases using his energy and it's indiscriminatory so if you're not under even if you're under an ability if you're in the area your limbs start like melting off of your body okay yeah so it's, like it's, it's like being inside of a, a poison gas kind of like a it's like acid like yeah like a gas chamber kind of just destroying your your body okay i have a, a hoggy man 
I'm not 100% sure why I even wrote that down as a note, but I think that was something that helped Rokuro kind of get back into his battle. I'm not 100% sure why. Okay, so the fact that you wrote Ohagi Man down means that it was in both the manga and in the anime? Yep. Okay. Yep. I guess that would be weird if it wasn't. <laughs> be super childish <laughs> if it wasn't. I mean, it is, but it'd be even more childish if it wasn't. Yep. You witnessed Tenma and Rokuro perform Resonant in their fight with Yuto. Tenma and Rokuro? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the anime made us seem like only the twin stars can perform Resonant. Resonance. So is so, is it anybody can perform resonance? No, technically that is correct. Okay. But the Tenma family passes down the power of the female version of the twin star. Does that mean Benio is technically part of the Tenma family? No, no, she's she's not. But the essentially the, the power that comes from the impurity side of the twin star gets passed down through the Tenma family. So the secrets and knowledge of the twin stars actually gets passed down through the Tenma family. So Tenma knows who Benio is, i.e. a Kagare that is with the form of a human because okay. his fam his family knew from the beginning. Um, so, so crazy. I wish the anime fucking adapted all of this. Yeah, it would have been better. We'll, we'll put it that way. Oh, for sure. Um, all right. So here, I actually wrote it in my notes. So Tenma family get their Shikigar- Shikigame powers from the failed Luna twin stars. So essentially, they get their powers from all of the female twin stars that have died attempting to become the Luna, which is what they called the fully awakened female version of the twin stars. So okay. all of them that all of them that died before actually becoming the Kagare or the, the true form of the great yin, that is where the Tenma family get their powers from. Okay. Um, some of our viewers might be wondering what I'm wondering. If the yin is the Luna, Mm-hmm. Is the soul the yang? Um, soul no. as, as like SOL soul, like Luna's the moon, soul's the sun. So is there mm-hmm. gonna be like a sun and the moon kind of thing going on here? Um, no. If I if I remember, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't need to make it a tough test question. <laughs> uh, sorry. So, no, that that is not exactly what what it was. I might have missed it in my note taking of the manga because I didn't know you were going to bring that up. Be so but, specific. <laughs> yeah, it's just something I've picked up on. It's just Luna and Soul, Sun and Moon, Yin and Yang. Yeah, it's just all these opposite things seem to be a kind of a typical uh, thing to just go along with. Yeah, and, and like I said, it might have been, but I don't think so. Again, it was. At least it wasn't obvious I, enough. Yeah, exactly. Or or maybe our YouTube listeners can leave a comment and be a little bit specific with us. Yeah, that that would be great. I, I would appreciate if they could let me know if I'm if I miss something. Great. Um, you find out that Yuto actually wanted to turn into the strongest impurity to help protect Benio. Like his whole purpose for everything he did was for Benio. Yuto? Yeah. Oh, that's completely opposite from what the anime wanted it to do. Yuto yeah, gave so he did zero it. shits about Benio in the anime. He did it all for his sister. That's why I did it. He basically Inter- corrupted his soul for his sister. Interesting. Okay. Um. So you find out that he had a an accident that 
put him into a coma for six months. And while he was in a coma, he kept seeing potential futures. So he, he basically kind of went a little insane while he was in a coma because he had this ability to be able to see the future or potential futures because of kind of like uh, Arimo's ability where he, he would be able to see parts of the future. Was that his ability or was that just like, like a special privilege that he was granted? Because like his abilities I, was like that ice horse and that fire dog thing and he had those claw hands. Well, that was just, just uh, some of his shikigamis and then I think it was just one of those abilities that he had but because he was so powerful. Okay. Uh, and then after Yuto awoke, he kept having dreams of his former life. So they do mention it in the anime where the twin star, the, the Luna, was never born as a twin. It was always born as a female, but never a twin. So they basically hypothesized that Yuto was basically this... They, they keep talking about the script, how over the past thousand years, the same things just happened over and over and over again. And this great battle, like getting through the great battle was something that they had never done in a thousand years. And they kept having these battles and they believed that Yuto was essentially the catalyst to be able to move past the great battle. Okay. And um, so because Yuto was given the, not really given, but Yuto had the ability to see into the past. He learned about turning individuals into Kagare because of that testing and research that had happened. Oh, the Kagare corruption? Yep, the Kagare corruption that had happened a thousand years ago. He had seen those things, so that's how he knew about it. Right. Yeah, that was like forbidden knowledge. Yep. And he attempted to turn into a Kagari when he was get so he gouged out his own eye. That's why he wore an eye patch. Ooh, and that's one thing that the anime never explained is why he went why he was eyeless. Like yep. why why why? Just why? In his attempt to become a Kagari, he gouged his own eye out. As like part of a sacrifice or what? Yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's super and it's super fucked because you see him with, uh, I think, a spoon and like, uh. in the in the process. Yeah, super gross and gory and <laughs> yummy. They do some flash flashback stuff and you find out that Abe no Seme is a woman, not the mysterious man that they have in the end of the series. OK, uh, yeah, that's different. And that's kind of huge, especially compared like you compare it from the anime to the manga. And in the manga, Abe no Seme has made male features and back in the time period in which he was alive he actually she dressed as a man because back then all women were for was to take care of the house and the kids right so this is feudal feudal period and the men were the one that was supposed to exercise all of the impurities in the world yeah so it sounds like uh oh what's that disney shaolin like mulan mulan so mulan, like mulan yeah. <laughs> kind of kind of Okay. And then, so the, after the fight with Yuto, there are only four bosses remaining, including uh, Kamui uh -huh. and the one that I told you about, uh, oh, I'm trying, uh, Chino, Chinu. Chinu, like the original one yeah. that doesn't want to fight anymore? The yep. strongest of the females? Uh, the strongest of all the bossera. She's actually the strongest bossera. Yep. Okay. Um, And if we, like, if you do allow me to throw in one that the anime was showing that, that metal 
old chick, the rocker girl. Shizu. Shizu. So up to that point, you didn't know about her. Like she wasn't a wasn't there yet. So uh, she, yeah, she's Shizu. You didn't know about Shizu until after the fight with Yuto. Like in the beginning of the manga or like more towards the end of the manga um the great fight with yuto so when yuto dies okay so probably three quarters more towards the end uh sorry that's probably anime i can't speak for manga Uh, i would if i had to remember right i'd say it's probably 70 80 chapters in oh so it's it's a good way through that's a good way through but in the manga that sound how many episodes how many chapters were there in the manga there are 108 chapters and it's currently ongoing so it's still going but there's 108 chapters in the manga in our 50 episodes that we're covering okay so Mm -hmm. pretty sure yuto dies like what somewhere around episode 40 Mm -hmm. and ah, i guess it's both about three quarters of the way through yes so then after that fight you see that benio and rokuro live together again benio is in a human form that so Benio tells Rokuro exactly what she is i.e. that she is a Kagare not a human and Rokuro's like I don't care I love you for you I want to be with you and I don't I want to basically find a way to be able to live he finds out that the if he awakens the great Yang that Benio will no longer Benio and Rokuro will no longer be able to live together or be together really like the whole purpose of the great yin and the great yang are to reproduce and so once the great yin creates a Miko that is when he would actually kill the great yin because they're no longer Benio and Rokuro at that point they're just the great yin yin and yang yep so Rokuro be awakens and you find out um so sorry i got a little ahead of myself you you find out that shuzu doesn't didn't didn't kill any humans to become a basara that was something that was kind of important the rocker chick mm-hmm. how did she become so, a basara then i will get into that well so you find out that there is essentially this great okay i i apparently didn't write it down too well there is a village of Basara that are male, female, and reproduce male, female Basara as infants. Okay, so let's get it straight. So Basara are initially made from absorbing enough life force basically from Kigare and exorcists alike to become more powerful. Now Basara yep. can reproduce with Basara and they can make a baby Basara. Is that what you're saying? Yep. So okay. it's a little bit beyond what I was going to talk about but Benio and Rokuro are on the village or in the island excuse me and there's this great attack on the island from all the Basara and they kill a shit ton of people and the survivors are like she's a bossera we can't trust her she needs to get exterminated yada 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 so benio leaves to magano because you find out that she can she cannot she's sakana sakanashi is 
reincarnated and or reborn however you want to call it and his goal in order to take over the world he convinces benio to go with him in order for basically she does this to help save rokuro and in rokuro's attempt to find a way to save or return benio he finds this village with shuzu and kamui of all basura and they essentially are the village is there in order to protect slash so protect the soul of the great yang while also killing what you find out rokuro is so rokuro is actually a clone of sorts of benios or not Benio Sama. <laughs> Benio Sama. Yeah, Benio, not Benio Sama. It's um Abeno um Same. Rokuro is supposed to be a clone of Abeno Same. Yes. Interesting. And but in a male form because he is the great yang. But this village, it, it, he is a, a a clone of an ever-producing Abeno Same. So there's actually a shit ton of them. And this village, what they do is that they kill all all these infant babies that come to the the village to how to try and get the soul of the great yang to make sure that like this prophecy won't be fulfilled um, kind of thing kind of yeah and you find out that there's two basra that or excuse me there's one basra and his whole job is to kill these infants to make sure that that doesn't happen and when he finds rokuro rokuro as a baby does something that none of the other infants ever did, which was smile and laugh when he saw this Basra. All the other ones cried. Okay. So he couldn't he couldn't kill Rokuro. So instead, what they did was they created this uh Yang infused area in order to house him, and they were the ones that helped raise. Rokuro up until the time he was six and then the village elders found out about Rokuro so the two Basra that were essentially his parents brought Rokuro up to where the gate that everybody on the island so on, on the island there's only one location where you can go in and out of Magano freely without so the, freely without like an incantation of sorts um so in the manga that's like the only way they can go in and out but I'm not entirely I don't remember why that's the only time that uh, that's the only place they can go in and out okay so this is just a special place maybe yeah. maybe and so so the two Basra bring Rokuro basically right outside the gate and uh, Sagan and so that's how Sagan found Rokuro okay real quick um in the anime they show that Rokuro is found as a child but there's also like an adult uniform that he's like sitting in does that mean anything no okay because that may part that made me partially think that like he was from the future for a quick second yeah no he's um he was raised by masura and one of the abilities that the great yang has is that when he touches something he can see into the past so when he goes to this area he can actually see himself growing up in this area rokuro yeah okay so when they do that in the anime and rokuro and benio visit that exact spot 
spot where uh, Sagan said he found him and he said that there was, you know, like nothing being triggered. Is is that, am I over? Is that like not the same or is that like... So it's a it's a different spot. It's the Basra village. That oh, because it wasn't where... necessarily the, the actual village. Because that yeah. that's just where he was dumped off, essentially, right? Yep. Okay. Yep, exactly. Okay, also, so it's not the same. No, no, it's not. One thing that I forgot to mention is that this village, they talk about how they have no real fighting spiritual power like Rokuro even after even in a, a in severely weakened state could still pretty much kill everybody in the village if he wanted to because they're just not fighters even though they're Basra even though they're ro- they're Basra yep interesting okay so like maybe like they're not like a wild rogue Basra who has to mm-hmm. learn how to fend for themselves these are Basra who are you know pinky up have learned to live in a society and things are different yep okay yep and then I Rokuro so just to kind of go back a little bit Rokuro and Benio do end up getting married yep that's something we don't see in the anime nope uh, they get married at 20 so they're 20 at this point oh shit I don't, yep. I'm pretty sure the anime ends with them still at about 16 yep okay so I mean if there's to be a season 2 there's still plenty of content to come we can we can get into that <laughs> uh, maybe so as I mentioned you you kind of get a redemption arc or not a redemption arc but a redemption for Yuto that while the great Yang is trying to take over Rokuro's body and make Rokuro the uh, vessel for the great Yang, Yuto helps Rokuro basically um, stop that from happening so that Rokuro can now house the great Yang and still keep his uh, mind and his body separate so that Rokuro is in charge of the great Yang. Okay. Um, And obviously the manga shows sweet ass pictures of what this great Yang looks like. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we're going to need to make multiple posts of this great Yang because I am super interested in seeing different evolutions of Rokuro at this point. Or even Benio. We we should make this like a daily thing. Like just every day post something different. (laughs) Anime does it. We we definitely could. There's there's a lot. So that that was one one thing uh, that was, it was awesome to see Yuto kind of get some redeeming qualities to him after you find out that you know he yes he's a psychopath but yeah. he did it for himself or he didn't do it for only himself and then another thing about Yuto is he what Benio was not allowed to bury Yuto one with his body or two with a gravestone okay well different so I, I, well in the in the Japanese culture you know you, you 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 pray on your elders and you try to proper verbiage respect um yeah, sorry. So in the Japanese culture, you know, you pay respects and to your, to your ancestors. Well, because Yuto was essentially deemed a terrorist and tried to kill everybody on the island, he was not allowed to be um, buried or have a headstone. Like they, there was nobody that was going to be allowed to pay respects to Yuto. Okay. So I'm trying to think, just got a couple, couple more notes. You, so because Rokuro has the power of the Great Yang during that invasion of the Basra on the island. You see Rokuro basically just laying down this super powerful attack over the entire vill- or over the entire island that kills all of the lesser um, impurities. Like it's super, it's a super badass attack. Wow. Uh, you see uh, Kamui transform while he is protecting 
protecting Benio during her transformation process. And during that protection, you see that he starts kind of meta. He starts evolving. You, you see Kamui evolving and he gets a another evolution. What? You know, so basically, if a Basura can start having feelings of great, we can just put it love towards another individual, basically they get a power boost. Okay. So are we saying Kamui starts to fall in love with Benio? Yep. Okay. And that kind of plays into the reasons why Kamui helps Rokuro is because he does not want to see Benio fall Sakanashi take over Benio. Yep. Okay. Uh, then you find out what Rokuro's name in Magano was. So what the Basra called Rokuro and it was Yashahara. Yashahara? Yep. Y-O-S-H-I-H-I-R-A. Yashihara? Yep. And that is Rokuro's name in Magno. Okay. Well, shit. I mean, I don't know how close you are at this point, but like, holy, there's so much information that they could easily turn into another season. Yeah. On top of the 50 episodes that they already had. That they already have, that they already fucked up on, apparently. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they still don't have money to play off of Mm -hmm. and maybe fix themselves (laughs) with. It wouldn't be difficult, not impossible, but but doesn't necessarily mean that they can't do it, but I I just don't see it happening. Yeah, right. Because they already, it's sad enough to say, like, as an anime's perspective, it sounds like it was a clean cut and you can be just happy with it the way it is. But just the fact that there's this manga out there with a shit ton of more information, of course, there could be something more. And this, at this point, it's it's disappointing. Like, the shit came out, like, what, I think 2016? Uh, that I'm not 100% sure about. Let me, I'll look into that. But quick Google look. Um, so the manga came out in 2013, 2016. 2016 yep. sounds mm-hmm. about right. Yeah, because like I said, I watched this about five years ago, and that was about 2017 at this point when I watched it. So I'm like, and I, I and watched... that was when, yeah, that was when it was new. So uh, 2017 is when they finished season one. Yeah, and season so. one was considered 50 episodes. Yep, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, I took plenty of notes where they like split how many times uh, the opening season like the opening song changed yep I think it was at least at least three times this 50 episode deal could have easily been split into many seasons but I don't know yeah that's, it was that's just a whole different topic but that is all I have as far as the manga is concerned and Damn. I'm not a hundred percent sure but I think we're at a, maybe easily my longest one yet that's even compared to uh, promise Neverland season two and I couldn't even do what I did with promise Neverland for this I, I would have never finished it in time. I wouldn't have been able to watch all 50 episodes and then attempt to read all 108 chapters on top of. So the shortest chapter, I think, was 31 pages, while the longest chapter was like 94. Four pages. 94 pages. That's fucked. That's way too and much there, information. There was more than one that was 94 pages. <laughs> or 90 pages. But still, that's crazy. Yeah, it was the manga was great. I think if I if I didn't read the manga, the anime would have been it, it would have been fine. It nothing like, oh my god, I gotta keep watching this. But if it would have been one of those where people if somebody was suggesting like, hey, I want something longer than 12 to 24 episodes, can you give me something? Th- this yep. could have been one to recommend recommend. Oh, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was totally cool with the way that this anime was just on face. Yeah. I, I think my, my only real disappointment besides the obvious and crazy changes were just the, with the ending. I was a little disappointed in the ending. With like in the manga or the anime? In the anime. The manga is still going. So I, I'm not sure oh. how it's going to end. Like in terms of how they... how they, Just how they ended the... the like how they ended the, up using uh, Abaneno Same. Like, yeah, they, they essentially killed him. And then Benio and Rokuro ended up together. And then they're like, well, we're still exercising the impurities, but we're together. So everything's okay. And that was the yeah. end of the series. And you're just kind of like, um, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, what did I write? Um, I don't remember what I wrote where exactly. But I just remember saying like, there, this is one of those shows that just shows the like, power of friendship overcomes everything. <laughs> And it's just one of those typical funny to laugh at things. Yeah. It's just, it's that, it's just the friendship cliche is just, <laughs> it's just so laughable at this point. It's just so funny. Yeah. Oh, one thing I forgot to bring up is the relationship between uh, Myra and Sh- Shima. I don't know. Um, yeah. It's Shimon. Shima. Yep. And so that, that actually, you don't necessarily see it per se, but essentially he was like, I would have be with you or i want you to be with somebody that can make you forget about rokuro and she was like well you can make me forget about rokuro and they just kind of have this awkward moment and then they continue on <laughs> so th- you could uh, you could assume because she's talking about getting married and um he said that he didn't want her to just marry somebody and that he wanted her to be able to forget about rokuro and so they're they're together but they're not together Ooh. so it's that was kind of nice because it, i mean it was it was kind of nice that you got to see uh, Myra not just fall under that harem type aspect where yes he, and I, he, yep I agree so yeah because uh, yeah the harem deal is kind of getting a little I mean even though this was like a 2016 kind of thing not everything has to be a harem <laughs> Yes. You know, let's have some individuality every once in a while. But I was happy to see that, you know, one of the coolest 12 Guardians, and I guess, you know, manga-wise, you know, Myra became a 12 Guardian, but that's not that we know in the anime. Myra, you know, she's growing stronger. We get to see her development. She finally moves on from Rokuro to another guy. So, you know, that's cool. Yeah. But, hey, real uh, quick, before we start getting into further character talk, now that we're moving into anime, might if we take a quick break? Yep. And now that we're back from that break, we can really start getting into the heart of this conversation, even though I feel like for the past hour and a half, we just talked about the manga. I mean, that's very true. Now we can just get into a little bit more, you know, typical talk, you know, just a little bit more fun stuff, which is typically yeah. be, you know, let's just talk about, you know, just a handful of characters. First up being, you know, who's your favorite character? As far as mine is concerned, because of the manga, I'm going to go with Benio. Or not Benio, I'm going to go with Rokuro. Yeah? yeah, just because of the manga? Because of the manga. Yep. And go ahead, throw in your aspects of exactly like just come, just compact it all real quick. Uh, character development, his abilities, his desire to be with Benio and what he would do to be with Benio, his acceptance that Benio is a Kagari. And so instead of wanting to eliminate all Kagari, he's like, I just want us to be able to live together. I want us to be, I want no evil in this world, but I don't want to just destroy all Kagari. And his 
willingness to just Benio's like, hey, I'm a Gagari. I can't, we can't be together. And he's like, well, why not? Why can't we be together? So, yeah. I mean, and of course, you're taking some aspects from the end or from the manga that, you know, we can't all appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's just certain things that unfortunately you guys won't, won't be able to understand without reading the manga. Yeah. That's, that's just too bad. But what um, about you? What, uh, who's your favorite character? As for myself, I am kind of jump. I mean, of course, I'm going off of the anime perspective. I kind of jump between two characters, and that's Shimon and okay, and Sagan. And that's okay. because I think they both have, because both of those guys show like a true, I don't know, what was it called? Like they had their, they're like that talisman that showed like their true self, like their true yep. ability. And that was awesome. I mean, of course, we saw Tatara's with his snake, and that was cool, but that wasn't the same as like, like uh, Shimon having his vermilion flying ability and and those wing spikes doing that that follow. I mean, it's a typical cliche where there's a, an ability where something has a follow ability to attack something. Always yeah. love that because it's that just seems like a an overpowered kind of skill. I always love that. And then yeah. go back on Sagan, this fucking white tiger guy. His whole body, oh, just his whole body transformation. It was like like I know I don't give two shit. At, like mech is cool at some angles but like humanoid mech he, that's just kind of the way I saw Sagan and then mm-hmm. he I don't know like there was just this OPness about Sagan mm-hmm. that, that just automatically happened I mean it didn't have to be that like stupid ass like finger flick thing where all of a sudden everything started slicing in pieces didn't give two shits <laughs> about that Um, it, but as soon as he started actually utilizing his entire body like when it comes to animation I want to see acrobatics I want to see just cool choreography graph stuff and he slowly started to incorporate some of that yep so it was yeah so it was oh sorry sorry it was uh it was a little bit of the choreographness that i wanted to see with a full body suit of sagan and it was Mm -hmm. the awesome abilities of the vermilion uh shimon yep just two completely awesome sets of guys it's so hard to choose who might be more awesome and now that i'm saying all this um if rokuro would have been his manga form in an animated form like I wanted with his two fucking arms being (laughs) fully suited out he might have been my favorite because that's what I was truly truly hoping for because I'm not gonna let you I am I'm not gonna lie uh when he went into that like white bodied and red painted self that's not the same yeah that's just like a false like like sure that could be like godlike in some sense but that's that's not the same awesomeness that you should expect after growing with him for so long so yeah there, there was a there was a bit of a disappointment it was cool it was cool but it wasn't like it wasn't like i fell in love with it at all yeah yeah i, I get that it's he's kind of he's kind of a letdown when it comes to like the potential that he has oh yeah if you only if you only want to go off potential though right because you have to play off of potential because of expectations and yep. there was zero expectation off of whatever the hell that thing turned out to be yep. like that was just too godlike it went from zero to a trillion <laughs> there was no in between. Yeah, I com- I completely agree. And one of the, the best things Fagan says is the when he's talking about how he didn't want the kids to have to fight and essentially saying that the adults are useless because they can't make the make it so that the kids don't have to fight. I don't remember what the exact quote was though. Was this about the, the houses like back on the island deal? Or um I think it was when Rokoro was talking about wanting to become the strongest exercise as a child. Manga? 
manga style or no anime? in the anime oh in the anime sorry now now i'm trying to combine what you've been telling me and what <laughs> i already know yeah and i'm gonna be quite honest like i just want to know more about this manga deal yeah um just to kind of go so what we're going off of that oh man I'm trying to think of what what's I had something in my head too. What were knowing what you know about the manga, what would have been like if you could have changed something from the anime, what would you have wanted to change? Okay, well, number one is gonna be Rokuro's further development with his evolution. Yep. Um, and number two, I'm a tournament arc guy. I would have <laughs> I would have loved to see that tournament arc. Even if it's only like two, probably probably would have been three episodes. Like I, it was super short. May, maybe. I mean, of course, I mean I would have loved to see it mm-hmm. and I would have have loved the bitch about it being longer <laughs> so i like i just i just want to see all that action yeah it's what i'll it be i'll be as, as blunt as i can because of the just drastic differences when it came to the anime i was just not super thrilled like oh when yeah I'm watching it, i was That's... just super i would still tell people to watch it if you never saw the if you never read the manga but that's as far as it goes yeah yeah because it yeah. was just it was just so much more it, the the anime had a lot of potential the manga has an amazing amount of potential i really hope there's a season two and they just kind of been like they try to integrate a bunch of stuff because yeah it, it was just i don't know it, i don't want to okay. be one of the let me just jump to one of my biggest questions not questions but biggest expectations yep. um the beginning of this series talked about the miko yeah i kind of expect this Miko to happen, and then Benio and Rokuro on the side also decide to fight along with the Miko. Like I, I, I expect that to be a like a deal. Like father and mother fight alongside the Miko and take on who is secretly, quote unquote, secretly the most strongest Basra and is stupidly the reason why I don't know. You know, just put some anime <laughs> logic some in there somewhere that makes it super powerful. Like I would expect, I would like to see that as a some sort of season finale as some family power duo versus the ultimate powers of the reverse world. Yeah, I think that was really my biggest disappointment in the in the anime is that it's like you make it 50 episodes and you're just kind of like, I expected to have an ending and it didn't. Oh yeah, especially after talking about so much about the Miko. Yeah. That, that, that's my biggest takeaway is, is Miko this, Miko that. Sure, the resonance power is awesome, yep. but but let's, let's focus in on the Gohan of the actual series. <laughs> The Miko and yeah. let's let's see some actual character not character let's just focus on some actual development and carry the story on even greater bring on an yeah. even greater boss but the Miko fight the greater boss even though this Miko is going to be another fucking 14 year old because every other <laughs> anime is about a 14 year old yeah our, our characters it, turned 16 in this one they, they had some <laughs> yeah but in in the manga they were 20 when they got married yep so there'll be a 20 to 21 22 23 year gap between them and the miko i don't know I just expect. I just want to see what happens with this fucking Miko and yep. something in something greater. That that would be interesting. I, I'll be honest. Just from the way the manga talks, I don't know if we'll ever see it because Rokuro's whole thing was if he can't find a solution, he doesn't. He doesn't want to have to bring a Miko, bring his child into this world in a, right. for something to fix something that he could never do. Right. Those are those are two extremes. They the, they introduced two different extremes into the show. You. 
it has to be one or the other. And I, I feel like I'd be with the majority and the expectation is on the Miko. Well, so okay, I yeah. can't say that because they get they put Rokuro put too much emphasis on him wanting to be the one to exterminate the Kagare. But of course, yeah. you know, that's the happy go lucky. We need we need the drama. So we need the Miko. We need we need the drama. So that's that's what I want. I want the drama. I want to see where shit goes wrong. And the Miko and mom and dad all have to come together. Maybe even mom and dad die. But the oh, Miko no, no. is prophesized to win. Yep. But I mean, if you want to happy go lucky, mom and dad live in the end. Anime logic. Okay, now we're now. Sorry. Now I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm trying to develop too much. Um. So do you. So because there are quite a few fights in this, you've got to have a favorite fight scene or favorite fight. Um, I kind of do. And okay. it's it's probably it's going to be I'm going to choose one of the last fight scenes. OK. And even though I talked a little shit about it already, when Rokuro went into his white form with uh, red tattoos and beat the shit out of Yuto, mm-hmm. I thought that that was a, a pretty good fight scene. Like, I liked how Yuto was like, yes, give me more. This is what I like. <laughs> sorry, not to be like creepy, weird like that. Like just that he wanted the fight and yep. you can't, he, he no longer could feel pain and to feel something like, I understand where that can come from, but like, I don't know. And also at the same time with watching the anime, that was his next evolution stage. So it was at the same time, it was nice to see him grow in some sort, even though yep. it was nothing what I wanted him to grow into. It was still <laughs> something, it was just still something nice. Uh, other than that would be uh, when that boss or when oh i hope you're not stealing mine okay before i potentially steal yours <laughs> before i share what's going to be my maybe my second favorite fight what is your favorite fight in the anime uh i think the first yuto benio and rokuro fight where benio gets her like boss or legs and okay yep i was okay i'm glad you said something because <laughs> i was i was just about to steal it right there yep that was that was my second favorite fight yeah, there, were, there were a lot of good ones the uh oh. like the shimon i mean in i didn't mean to cut school. you off but you can explain a little bit more about the uh how benio got her legs kind of fight uh so it, it was i really liked it because i mean for the most part she benio doesn't have a whole lot of like strong fighting like that's when it comes to fighting the bosses for the most part it's Rokuro pushing beyond himself yeah, and, he always had that overpowered punch to yep. you know so call checkmate it was good, yeah it, it was good to see her finally be able to basically be able to stand side of Rokuro's power yeah yeah and plus those legs allowed her to truly capitalize on the speed that she's always been like shown to have through her talismans. Yep, exactly. So I thought that was really cool too. And I'm pretty sure those legs were basically a mirror of whatever Kamui gave her because Kamui had legs too. Yeah, I think that, I think they were the same. Yeah. Might have been. I don't... Similar enough at least. I with believe that, you're right, yeah. With that being said, I would love to see Kamui expand even further than his legs because we've never seen will... him at his full extent. We've seen him I get his ass you. we've seen him get his ass kicked in the end. Oh, oh! Are you saying there's <laughs> something more in the manga? Remember he has that uh, evolution that he turns. Okay, we're going to have to... Your manga mention is going to have to be split into multiple <laughs> days worth. They can't just be one single day. This has to be a, a multiple spread yeah. of just fun awesomeness. We need to let the world know how awesome the manga of Twin Star Exorcist is. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of happy people when it comes to those manga people. It, it'll be good. They all have to give a little sneak peek once or twice. Um, I got one little quick note that I want to throw in. Something that I've been doing 
lately is English voice actors. Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've already jumped and please don't do this in the future, but I don't know if you've noticed, but Rokuro is a very common voice actor. Mm -hmm. Does he sound like any common characters from any other anime? You're going to say it. I'm going to be like, yep, exactly. I I can can see the face. I can't think of the name. Yep. Okay. I got four. I got, yeah, I got four of them here. One, Aaron Yeager. Yep. Yep. Two, Inosuke from Demon Slayer. Yep. Oddly enough. Yeah, that was weird. Three, Meliodas from Seven Deadly Sins. Yep. Yep. And I'm really sad that uh, my cousin's not here, especially since Alec loves SAO. SAO. Yep. Kirito. Yep. Sure is. So this is a very, very well-known fucking voice actor who plays Rokuro. And it was no wonder why every time, no matter what octave his fucking voice was at, I recognized it at, at, at all times. I was just like, okay, fuck it. Googled it. Boom. Yep. Knew every single one of them. <laughs> And I, yeah, like I just said, I just listed off four of the most common ones. Yeah, he's in a bunch. So many. <laughs> that's that's awesome. It's always great to see when you're, because he's a phenomenal voice actor. So it's it's great to see him and doing a bunch of other stuff. Oh, yeah. He's a great voice. Totally on board with all of it. Hey, I have um, a quick question. Yes. All right. So in the anime, near the end, do you remember when all of the, like, okay, I'm going to say this now and it might contradict myself in a, in a minute. <laughs> But where all the lower end exorcists were being like mind controlled into that lake and then like they were transported into Magano and then they were obviously, you know, eaten, taken advantage of, whatever. Yeah. And then like the next scene was like, there is no more exorcists left to take control of any, like there's no more exorcists left for backup. Okay. And then, oh shit, I forget what they call like the main, okay, you remember where like Rokuro used to live with like those other three Exorcist, like the kid with had his hair over his head, the, the mohawk, and the dude who was, gonna get, who was about to get married, plus the, the chick, it's, the dorm, it's all I remember. the psycho dorm or whatever it's called. They're all exorcists, and none of them got mind controlled, and yet they're still fighting. Like I'm just saying, it, it threw me off because there's there's some loopholes that like there is. They said that there is zero backup compared to whatever. Yeah. I don't. Know. <laughs> I mean, let's just be a little bit more careful about how you write some script. Hey, it's okay because it wasn't according to the manga. <laughs> Was was that was the uh, mind control shit not part of manga? No. Oh, yeah. Per, like I said, basically the only thing that was current from like for three fourths of the series were like some backstory stuff. Okay. Like um, Mika's backstory falling for oh man the other chicks the chicks dad drawing a blank on his name and stuff like that. So it was literally legitimately just backstory that was true to the manga. Okay. Um, do you have any quick haha moments? Um, oh man. The uh, honestly, the the underwear man in the beginning, Arma showing up in his underwear and Rokuro like freaking out was hilarious. And oh man, once once they got about two thirds of the way through this show, they got super serious. So I'm just trying to remember some yeah, other there was, points. There was a lot of a seriousness. I wrote down I got down three haha moments in the manga. I mean sorry, in the anime. 
right. Um, this first one I wrote down is in episode five, and it's obviously it's been a minute, and it's something along the lines of like Rokuro like getting in the getting in the mood. And I wrote, "quote You got some kind of problem, huh? We throw him down, and then all of a sudden he gets punched." <laughs> I don't exactly remember what happened, but I know that I laughed my ass <laughs> off. Uh, and then there was another one in episode twenty-eight. I wrote down. Quote, hey, Benio, when I grow up, will I have big boobies like Myra? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Sai. That's Sai talking. Uh, and, and then, yeah, that, in that episode, uh, uh, Benio was telling Sai that if she drinks the Benio special, especial, that she'll grow big. <laughs> that fucking especial thing. I, I really appreciate it. <laughs> How they uh, continued that stupidness about the special, like I don't know. I, I I mean I don't know how to like push it, but like the ridiculous just over overness of the drink was was funny. Yeah, just how gross it was and whatnot. And then my last haha moment was episode fifty when Rokuro gave Benio a new set of hairpins, and then they're all flustered, and Rokuro's like, "Can I put them on?" And then Benio's like, "You want to wear them?" And then <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. It's like, so clearly it was because Roker wanted to put them on Benio. Yeah. So that was, that was the ha ha moment. So it was funny to me. I gave a good laugh. No, those were all really funny points. I mean, there was um, also plenty of more fun moments during the series, but like those are times that I remembered to, you know, jot those notes down. Yeah. That's always a, a big proponent as far as that is concerned. I don't know if it's good or not. Before we draw too much further, uh, who was your favorite of the 12 guardians oh man my favorite of the 12 guardians i kind of am going towards shimon but oh man i don't want to be like chalk and just i feel like that's what that's what you're gonna pick if i asked if i had asked you that question i mean that's why uh, i mean i don't blame you that's why i mean i two of my top favorite people were of the 12 guardians yeah that being said i'm gonna choose someone different just to you know throw out a different opinion yeah so do you have a final decision on um you know i'm gonna be different i'm gonna go with the uh, satara satara tatara oh tatara uh the guy who was the... for his... yep yep the snake fox guy just for his abilities he was pretty fucking badass and at the end of the series he truly started to show how fucking badass he was yep and then so i have to go with that uh tenma if you want to go with straight raw power would always obviously be a great choice yeah so what tenma... about what about you? Ten, Tenma's raw power, I think, is like the biggest cheat. Yep. I, th- I think that's like just a cheat code to be like, yeah, that's that's who it is. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, let me go. Oh, there's the, here's the twelve. Sorry. Blah blah blah. No, no, no. Where you talked about Shimon? No. Come on, it's not Subaru. Subaru. No, the gun girl. No. Her ability was pretty cool though. She could be fine. She's she's oh she's up there. No, no, no. Okay, so at this rate, to give a different opinion besides Sagan and Shimon. Maybe it'll sound a little unorthodox. Okay. But I, but I think her name is okay, let, let me just say her full name. Cordelia Kasu oh, the Kami. Chick. The cyborg chick. Okay. Yeah. Let me just start up by saying I hated the way she talked, how she had to like <laughs> type type out the way she talked. But at the same time, I I did really like her like Power Ranger super summon kind of super summon cyborg deal. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, she was super interesting, especially in the beginning when you're just kind of like, who is this chick? Right, but that's about it. I mean, it, it's almost a tie be- 
between her and Miku. Miku being the girl with the, the dolls. Yep. Because pink haired chick. Yeah. Who looked young, who was the oldest. Because mm-hmm. she had so many powers over those dolls. And not only that, but she had the power to overtake a doll. And I don't know. Maybe they, they maybe we didn't see the end of it. Yep. But yeah, as, yeah, I think- as far as I care about most of the 12 Guardians, other than what we've already talked about. Yeah. So uh, at this point, I'm pretty flushed out on what I need to add to this series. Do you have anything else to add? No, that's really about it. All right. Well, I think that this was going to wrap up the episode of Windstar Exorcist Season 1. We can hope for a Season 2. Make sure to leave us a five-star rating on wherever you listen to us. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and share our content. And please help us grow. Until next time, guys. 